This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When I turn our attention to what for police is an ongoing problem, an ongoing challenge when it comes to investigating this particular crime, both in terms of maybe some of the jurisdictional reach and also the situation that victims find themselves in and the shame associated with being the victim of blackmail. And in this case, what's referred to as sextortion, which is essentially online blackmail. Criminals are able to deceive young people uh, to, to turning over other ways of obtaining explicit images. And then those victims are threatened and extorted for money. And there have been some high-profile uh, cases of this, like the Amanda Todd case, for example. So this isn't new, but as I say, it remains an ongoing problem. And here in Alberta, uh, the Alberta Law Enforcement Response Team say this continues to be prevalent across the province. And hundreds of cases, it appears, uh, this year alone. So how do we respond to this? both in terms of the law enforcement response, maybe more broadly societal response, at least in terms of awareness, encouraging people to come forward uh, when they do fall victim to this. Joining us to talk more about uh, all of this, very pleased to welcome to the program, Detective Steve Brighton, who's with uh, Alert's Internet Child Exploitation Unit, also known as ICE. Detective Brighton, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. All right. So as I, I say, sextortion is referred to, I mean, it's essentially online blackmail. Uh, but, but what else do, do people need to be aware of? Um, people need to be aware of that uh, since about March of this year, we've noticed a huge uptick in the number of these sextortion cases. Um, what normally happens is uh, the offender will contact the victims through a social media application, usually Snapchat or Instagram. Um, they will befriend um, the victim. Usually the uptick right now we're seeing is males from the age of 13 to 17. Um, They'll befriend the victim, Um, they'll exchange sexually explicit images, Um, and then the offender will demand money from the victim um, in order not to send the explicit images to their contact lists on social media, and that'll be their friends, their family. Sometimes they'll alter the images, Um, sometimes they get distributed, and sometimes they don't. The biggest thing that we want to get out there is that parents need to be aware of what their children are doing online. Um, They need to educate them about Internet safety, um, the social media apps. Um, They need to set the security settings on the social media apps, and there's instructions on Facebook has instructions, Snapchat. They all have instructions. Limit the access to the social media accounts. Um, In these cases, we've spoken to um, dozens of victims um, as well as their parents, and this is very traumatizing to a lot of children and their families. So parents need to be aware of what their children are doing online, who they're speaking with, and if they notice any changes in behavior, um, they need to pay attention to that. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, there's, you know, there's the, the challenge in investigating this because the Internet knows no borders. I understand just recently there was a case where uh, it was a, a victim in Calgary, uh, but an offender who was arrested in Australia. So speak about that challenge, if you can. Yeah, that's correct. So um, we know the, the, these occurrences um, happened um, earlier in the state. So this is not just an Alberta problem. Right. This is a worldwide problem. Um, ICE is working with um, the FBI, um, the Department of Homeland Security, um, the Australian Federal Police, um, the UK, New Zealand, um, and the RCMP uh, National Child Exploitation Coordination Centre. Um, so far, we've been able to um, identify that the offenders are residing out of country. So three of the countries we've identified are the Nigeria, Ivory Coast, and the Philippines. And these uh, offenders are very good at what they do. Um, I believe they target um, the teenage males based on their online profiles. And they go after them and they try and extort them for money. And it happens very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the conversation will start. There'll be a compliment to the teenage male victim. Um, they'll exchange photographs, and the threats will start right away. Um, and the, they demand money, and that can be paid through email transfers, um, cash, PayPal, all sorts of different ways of doing it. Um, it's great that we have um, other jurisdictions working with us. Um, the FBI and DHS have a far greater reach than we do here in Alberta. Um, the Australian case, um, Australia... Um, has done a great job in identifying the offenders who are actually um, receiving the money. They've made a number of arrests, and one of our offenders um, in Calgary we identified, and he was part of the arrest that took place in Australia. Well, and, and that's encouraging, but yeah, I mean, this this is such a big problem. And the other thing is, you know, the cases that don't get reported, right? The kids that are too scared or, or too ashamed to to come forward. And I, I know these kinds of cases have been linked to, to a number of suicides as well. So there's a real serious uh, downside in that sense. So what about that challenge? There is, and that's the big, the big message we need to get out is that um, it's not the child or the teenager's fault. Yeah. They're, they're a victim in this. And they, if if this happens to them, they need to speak um, with a parent or an adult or somebody they trust, and they need to report it. Um, they need to um, stop the conversation of the text messages right away. Don't comply with the threat. Um, tell an adult parent and report it to police and make a note um, or record everything possible they can about the conversation and report it to the social media provider. Um, I know in the states they've had um, at least 15 suicides. Um, so far, um, we're not aware of any in Alberta, um, but that's not to say it hasn't happened. So this is this is really traumatizing for some kids, and the the parents need to pay attention. Absolutely. In in terms of that cooperation with other jurisdictions, because it's a problem there, it's a problem here. The perpetrators, you know, they they can be anywhere, but. You mentioned the arrests in Australia or cases in the U.S. Have you found when you've got those kinds of cases, like, is, is there a lot of cooperation, a lot of, you know, sharing resources that everyone recognizes, yeah, we're, we're all dealing with the same problem here? There is. So um, with ICE in Alberta, we've started, a, we have a special project. A number of our investigators are working on a special project. 
and the FBI has a project going on, DHS has a project going on, um, uh, ICE in Australia has a huge project going on. We have weekly, bi-weekly meetings to discuss all the efforts and all the arrests, and we're organizing, sharing information um, in order to basically bring these offenders to, to identify them and bring them to justice. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. Detective Brighton, appreciate uh, you joining us here today. Thanks for the overview on this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.